0: oh hi everyone we're back it's the the, the horror boys and uh, even though it's me and adam and we usually talk about scary movies i thought this movie might have been scary but it wasn't but it's still me and adam anyway hey adam hey how you doing
1: man uh yeah this movie was not scary that's I'm ob- yep wasn't scary
0: but well, i don't think they weren't going for scary but the trailer kind of made it look like they were deceptive trailer i think
1: I 100 percent agree with that. I, I did watch the trailer uh, before I watched the movie. I guess I didn't see it like organically. I just I just sought it out and watched it. Um, yeah, different vibe in that trailer, but
0: mm-hmm. and, and even though we're making a big deal out of it, it, I actually doesn't. I don't care.
1: Yeah, if we weren't specifically usually <laughs> doing horror, it just wouldn't matter. Uh, right. It was very clear that they, like you said, they were not attempting to make a scary movie. It was just an action movie, and that's cool.
0: So we're, of course, talking about Prey, which just came out direct to streaming. It's a prequel to all the Predator films. Predator films. What do you think of them? First one, pretty good. Second one, not so good. Uh, it's downhill from there. Everyone hates Alien vs. Predator, but I don't know. When I was a kid, I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, uh, I didn't. I don't mind Alien vs. Predator at all. Um, I thought it was pretty sweet. Um, I actually have not seen the second one. I, I've seen the first
0: one. Yeah, I haven't seen the second one either. It's one of those very, very delayed sequels, I think.
1: Yeah, no, it's, uh, I don't understand why you would ever be upset with that movie. It, it just, it's one of those ones that just is what it is. It knows what it wants to do and it executes it.
0: Exactly. And it delivers on everything it promises and, and nothing more, unfortunately. Um, yeah, but this movie, probably the best in the franchise is that? I don't know. Like, I, I'm not even that up on this movie. I just don't, I'm not like in love with the predator series and the first one still holds up. So maybe like the first one's the best and this is the second or vice versa.
1: Maybe. I think it's just a matter of taste. Like this movie is like so clear cut, like it's in a wonderful way too, though. It's so simple. They didn't try to like throw in any like crazy random stuff. It was just like, there is the predator and it's, it's just hunting hunters. And that's it's it. a great
0: concept. Film. <laughs> it's instead of alien versus predator, it's native Americans versus predator. And that it turned out to be a pretty good movie. Like, I guess we're doing the review right now in terms of this straight to streaming film. I would say it's really up there. If you look at it in the category of straight to streaming, it's one of yeah, the best. Absolutely.
1: I think if I had seen it in a theater though, I would have thought about it differently
0: hmm yeah potentially and i'd I'd say it's really good i I didn't i didn't love it i thought it was great i probably won't watch it again i'd give it a solid b b plus yeah
1: i think i'm right there with you i think i'm like b b b b plus uh once again it was it was a movie that was like we're an action movie it's uh predator versus native americans and let's go and i love that it was very entertaining so
0: b plus It was directed by Dan Trachenberg. Another reason you think it's a horror movie, because his big movie before this was 10 Cloverfield Lane, which is, uh, the best of the Cloverfield series, uh, which is very, uh, that's a really weird film franchise because it's like a horror anthology that they pretend has some connections, but not really. This one's about, uh, crazy John Goodman in a Fallout shelter. And it's quite good. If you haven't seen Ten Cloverfield Lane, ignore the terrible name and enjoy the movie. Yep,
1: yeah, pretty awesome. Um, I yeah, I, I know I knew the name Dan Trachtenberg, but I didn't know who that was, so I, I had to look it up. Um, because yeah, his only other big thing is Ten Cloverfield Lane, right? Like that's, that's that's the big one. Everything else is sort of small time right now.
0: He also directed the pilot for The Boys, which was a great pilot.
1: Oh, okay, okay. That's probably the other place I saw more recently
0: and up next for him is and i'm ex- actually pretty fucking excited for this. He's making a prestige TV series out of Waterworld.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did see that at IMDb and i immediately went into Waterworld skeptic mode where i don't think i've ever seen like a successful or like terribly interesting Waterworld IP anything. Hmm. Have i missed something?
0: Well, i I don't think so, man. I think it's been Waterworld, and and then if this comes out, this, yeah, but it bombed. It was a commercial bomb and a, and a critical flop, and I think it has somewhat of a cold status now. But I don't know any bit. I don't know a lot of Waterworld heads.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I bet they're out there. You know, I pro- I, they probably don't talk about it too much, but they're out there. I believe that. There's a lot of a lot of uh, closeted Waterworld uh, junkies out there.
0: Before we recap the movie, the last thing to talk about. Is that this movie was again at the center of one of those odious and extremely boring, tedious conversations about wokeness in cinema and, yeah, and whether this movie had some kind of political agenda because the main character is a Native American woman. I really, I seriously don't care about any of this. I don't care if a movie is woke. I, if it's good or bad. I don't, I really am not concerned if it has a political message or whatever.
1: Yeah, the, this one didn't, at least to me. No. Like, it was just seemed like a kind of more of like a coming of the age story. And there was like a very slight amount of like, What's well, you're, you're a girl. And then.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, girl power has been a thing my whole life. So I don't know. Is that suddenly woke? If uh, I really don't know.
1: No, that's just that's just uh, culture.
0: Well, I, and I guess that's there's fun. also like there's like a colonialist critique in the movie as well. Which I thought was quite good.
1: Yeah, but it's it's like all it's also natural. It just feels worked in. Like it doesn't feel layered on top. It right, feels yeah. completely this is baked in. If 18th
0: century North America, there would be like settlers there.
1: Yeah, it's so like, like that's the difference. I think when people yeah. talk about like what they don't like with woke, like air quotes, like woke stuff, they're referring to when it's like really just like 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 layered on top of an otherwise interesting and compelling film and that's that's not a problem here if you would consider that a problem like this movie is like right. very exactly like you said it's you know I, there would have been like french-speaking trappers out there behaving right. like those french-speaking trappers
0: yeah <laughs> like, and pro- and uh, well, i mean we'll get there but i yeah. like that scene anyway as i understand it i thought wokeness in film meant that the film has some kind of like centrist liberal statement about mm-hmm. politics or diversity or something that's what i thought it meant but looking at all the angry video essays on youtube apparently it just means like if there if there are non-white people or women in the movie
1: yeah it's a problem <laughs> <laughs> uh you know how dare they take our um you know movie uh, about predator <laughs> an alien species and put Native Americans in it. How dare they?
0: Yeah. Right. And so, again, uh, my official take on that who cares? Exactly.
1: <laughs> Let's just watch the movie, guys.
0: Go to bed, nerd. <laughs> like, no one cares. <laughs> Like, seriously. Anyhow. All right. So, ne- next up, uh, Adam and I are going to recap the entire film. And so, if you haven't seen it and want to see it, now would be a good time to pause this and come back after watching it. Because we're going to we're gonna basically, it's a recap, we're going to review each scene. <laughs> I'm going to give a little bit of a spoiler
1: here, though. I'm going to give a little bit of a spoiler. Yeah. Okay. Even if we gave a 70-minute uh, a long blow-by-blow blow mm-hmm. of, like, what's going on here, I still wouldn't think it would qualify as a spoiler. Because, like, everything is so, like, on the nose and straightforward in this movie that, like, we could tell mm-hmm. you all about it. It doesn't matter. You knew what was going to happen next.
0: A broad uh, strokes, probably. The trailer gives yeah. a lot away as well.
1: You know what's going to happen. So, you know, you're still going to want to go to watch it. What I'm saying is, keep listening.
0: Have it your way.
1: There you go. (laughs) All right, let's let's, let's hop in.
0: So this movie takes place in the early 18th century when North America is being colonized. Uh, The main character, uh, whose name is Naru, and, you know, fellow degenerates will immediately think of Love Hina. But uh, forget that. (laughs) <laughs> She's a headstrong uh, uh, teenage girl, and she wants to join the men as they hunt instead of uh, taking on a more feminine role, which is what everyone expects of her. And that's basically her character.
1: Yeah, there doesn't seem to be any like real like formal like law against that, or any like real. No. They're just sort of like mildly upset by it.
0: Yeah, and a lot of most of it is not necessarily like. Oh, you have to play this role because you are a woman. It's like, oh, because you're a woman, we assume you're weak and you can't do this role, mm-hmm. basically.
1: That um, I guess that would probably be with the girl powery uh, crowd, or like you know, because that does come up a lot.
0: But it comes up, and then it's also established in the movie that like she is more clever than she is a great hunter. Yeah, which Whereas, is cool. Like, her, her brother was a great hunter, but not as clever th- as she was. Yeah, yeah. she's also young.
1: Well, that translated really well. It wasn't just like someone said, you know, it wasn't like, oh, they just said she's clever. And then she just beats Predator. Like, it it was pretty cool. Like, the the people who uh, wrote this movie thought of some really cool ways where, like, okay, I would have loved to be in that meeting where they're like, how do Native Americans from this era beat Predator? Right. (laughs) Like, that would have been a cool thing to think about.
0: And, and they, this can be a whole franchise, man. Next year, Predator versus Ninjas or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> no, Predator versus Pilgrims, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Every Thanksgiving. So, there's a rite of passage in the Comanche tribe that like when you approach adulthood, you have to go on some epic hunt. And then that is like your driver's license test to join the hunters. And so there's a the mountain lion, which has been annoying the tribe and there's a bunch of guys out trying to hunt it and she's like well if i bag it first that will fulfill my rite of passage and i'll be able to be a hunter and her mom's basically like you'll never be a hunter you're good (laughs) thanks mom we should also say that all the dialogue in this movie is spoken in english except for some words that are in comanche and it's established many times very clearly and i enjoyed this that like in context, the characters are speaking Comanche. Mm-hmm. Everything, every time you hear English, it's Comanche.
1: Yep, which is cool. I thought, I thought that felt natural. Uh, it would have felt really strange if they had done like a uh, primarily, <laughs> like a primarily, um, you know, foreign language Predator film, and that foreign well, language is well, Comanche.
0: Adam, uh, good yeah. news to you. This is very interesting. They basically shot every scene twice. Once in English for the main release, and then a second time in Comanche. So Wait, there what? is an entire Comanche cut of the no story. No
1: way out later. No okay. way. Isn't okay. That that's cool. That's that's actually really cool. I don't <laughs> it'd just be it would be so strange to be watching a Predator movie that's just like in Comanche. Um, yeah. I'm kind of, okay, I'm kind of interested in that.
0: Should we, should we watch the Comanche Cut and revisit? Yeah, we'll do, the, we'll do an update for the Comanche. I, I might actually, I said I probably wouldn't watch this again. I think I will watch the Comanche Cut. That sounds pretty sick. And then also, uh, it was a clever idea. Because like obviously the Comanche Cut would be a cooler idea. Uh-huh. But you can't, Americans refuse to watch a subtitled film, uh, by and large. Which is super, uh, super strange, man. I can't, I can't do it. I can't read the subtitles. Do
1: you think that uh, (laughs) people like us who don't mind subtitles, like, like pretty much got that way from watching anime in high school?
0: Yes. Yeah. Of course. And then another point to consider though is that like everyone else who's not a native speaker of English has already perfected the art of reading subtitles because so much, like 80% of films are made in English Mm -hmm. worldwide and Americans are just. the last holdout of subtitles.
1: Yeah, which is actually kind of nutty. I have I have a friend I've had for about seven years, and um, it was only about four years into our friendship that we actually, it is, it's kind of weird, but we, I figured out that I thought she was from Queens. Hmm. I thought she was, like, born in Queens because her accent, like, everything, she lived in Queens, like, all felt, like, not, not a trace of, like, any sort of foreign accent, like, sounded more New York than, like, anybody else that I knew um so i just assumed she was from queens but she's actually from india and grew up in dubai Uh and i was like you know i I didn't really ask but she she saw the look of my face the confusion and she was just like yeah i watched a lot of movies
0: you know i I, want to say i lived abroad for about 10 years i met a lot of people who were english second language speakers and so many times that i've lost count did people tell me like oh yeah i learned english mostly by like Cramming Friends nonstop. I would just be constantly <laughs> binging Friends, and I learned English that way.
1: That's <laughs> It's pretty awesome. That's pretty amazing, dude. The cult. The cultural export, making people like buy and trilingual. You know, like giving <laughs> pumping those pumping those resumes up. I could use another language.
0: Meanwhile, while that's happening, the the lion hunt. The predator has landed on Earth in his invisible spaceship. But this is not the predator from the Arnold movie, and certainly not from A V P. This one is not wearing any armor. His helmet seems to be carved from bone and he doesn't have all of the high tech gadgets that that predator from the movie predator had, but he does have like his own version of them, which, and I, I interpreted this to mean that like they give you tools appropriate to the technology of whatever sentient being you're hunting. Yeah. Other people are saying no. This is so far back in the timeline and they live light years away that like in between the two movies, even though it was only 200 years for us, it was like a, a thousand years for him or their race or whatever.
1: Uh, I, I, I choose to go with your hypothesis on that one. It reminded me of the uh, remember the uh, Invaders episode where uh, Zim asks about hunting this.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think about that quote a lot, actually. Zim! Is it a fair fight? Is this moose creature wielding any sort of projectile weapons? No. No, it's not.
1: But Yeah, no, it was It was actually really cool. I thought that was awesome. It fits so well. Um, and what a cool way to, like, kind of deepen this story's, like, internal lore while also yeah. giving Native Americans from that era a chance. Right.
0: I just want to say, and I guess nobody cares but me, but uh, in Alien versus Predator, they established the lore that, like, the ancient Egyptians were worshipping the predators and, like, why, had their armor back then. So. Why
1: is it always ancient Egyptians? Like, Stargate right. does it. Um, <laughs> like, it's all, like, there's, like, four others. And then there's, like, the whole, like, History Channel thing, like, ancient aliens. It's always the Egyptians, yeah. now. Like, yeah, the, the aliens, 100% real. We know because the Egyptians worshipped them every time
0: spliced into the Naru background scenes are scenes of like the predator coming across other predators like a snake and a wolf and he's like am I to do battle with this so then he owns them every time and these I mean the the him killing animal scenes were if anything was slightly scary those were slightly scary I guess
1: did we did, was that explained like besides like protein like why he was killing them
0: I think he's looking for the top of the food chain.
1: Oh, I didn't get that vibe. Okay, all right. That makes you know that makes a lot of sense now. All right, snap it into context.
0: So Naru and her Nissan <laughs> don't even, <dude>. don't even. <laughs> I'm
1: about to. I'm. I'm keeping it in. I'm not going on a tangent <laughs> about how annoying I found Love Hina when we were in high school, <laughs> and all of you just talked about this shit that I. What are you doing? Oh, yeah.
0: This show's going off the rails. So, Naru and her older brother, Tabe, are on the hunt to help her get the Rite of Passage Lion, but there are other hunters, like, you know, young people like them, and they're like, oh, get back into the kitchen and being misogynist to her. But it only makes her want to catch the lion even more. But when they finally catch up to the lion, it gets wrecked by the predator.
1: Absolutely, man. Get in there. lion didn't have a chance
0: and then she also then later on witnesses it fighting a grizzly bear. And that was a pretty rough scene, too. I felt sad for the bear.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You know, the bear was coming at her.
0: Yeah. All right. But right. I'm saying he also puts up a good fight against the predator.
1: Yeah. I, you know, that ties into a greater thing. Like everything that fights the predator, it's it, it, they made a point of showing that the predator is like not impervious at all. Right, right. Like the 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 wolf bites him in the leg savagely. Like the bear gives him a fight. Like they they did a good job. It really it was like a nice lead up to the end. Everything felt very earned in that way. Very careful. Yeah, well, what it does Don't is it
0: establishes it. realistic expectations. So that at the end of the movie, like he just doesn't just t- suddenly turns into like you know not the ultimate badass, and she kills him in some contrived way. Now we see like oh he is a mortal. And he can be heard. That Tabe says that in the movie. like He's like, if it bleeds, it'll die.
1: Absolutely. You know, that should be like a basic expectation of an audience for like any film. Is that like, you know, yeah. some attention to detail. But frankly, in like 2022, it's just not. Like, no. there is definitely a way to handle this script in a in a fashion that they did not. And I, I give them so much credit for doing it well.
0: Not to beat a dead horse, but in the latest Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie... Leatherface drowns and then just comes back, so it's like, well, is he like Jason now? He he's like an immortal monster, right? The rules aren't clear.
1: yep it was it was, it was pretty pretty shitty problem with that movie. That could that I feel like <laughs> that that movie could maybe in some universe have worked if you had a director. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it like Trachtenberg, um, mm-hmm. who paid yeah. paid attention, made things make sense, and you know, um, let's go with gave gave. A, a single damn let's
0: <laughs> go there whoever made the remake of candy man should just get to reboot all the 80s horror franchises i think because that was the best one so far uh nia
1: DeCosta costa directed that but jordan uh, jordan peele did the screenplay and you know he was on set
0: <laughs> probably
1: oh yeah he's a producer too he was, he was there every day <laughs> i'll tell you that much
0: so Nara knows something's going on she thinks there's some kind of demon in the woods but then she comes across a herd of buffalo who have been killed and skinned uh and and basically like you know completely gutted out and she thinks well this all oh, this must be the monster too but uh instead the predator attacks her and all the other hunters who came looking for her and she gets caught in a bear trap oh yeah we should say she has a dog sidekick who gets in the bear trap so this is a recurring thing she gets caught in the same bear trap and uh, the predator's like, well, I only want to fight people who fight back, and leaves her there.
1: Honorable predator. And uh, did that dog, a hundred percent, was the v- uh, the uh, MVP of the movie.
0: Yeah, and and I heard that that would have that is a historically accurate dog breed for her to have. I don't have more information. The,
1: the attention That's to detail in, in a predator happened. film is just doing it for me. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, Robert Eggers is going to be so jealous oh. when he sees this movie. <laughs> it's like, shit, I should have made Prey.
1: <laughs> you you know that, you know, whoever funded this movie, whatever. Like, you know that they expected it to be like a dumpster fire straight to streaming. Like, let's just make some money. And right. I'm wowed. I'm wowed. But only, cause, only because my, uh, my expectations
0: were so low. So after everybody gets murked and Tabe runs away... Nara's caught in the bear trap, and now she gets caught by, and I think this was like a first contact situation because she didn't seem to, like, she seemed completely surprised to meet them. Uh, a, a band of swarthy French fur trappers who lock her in a cage uh, and threaten her. And again, I liked this scene because it seemed historically accurate to me. Like, to me, this is what a 18th century colonial North American fur trapper would look like. And as you said, it certainly act like,
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, I think they, it was like toned. Like if we were going for anything near history, it was like toned down nicely. <laughs> like, ho, oh, that, uh, yeah. So that, no, it's handled well. Super awesome. Love it. Great job with fur trappers.
0: The fur trappers actually have already encountered, the predator, we learn from one of the guys who speaks Comanche, and they've set up a plan to catch him, but their plan is actually really bad. So, what they do is they tie up Naru and Tabe on a stake to bait the predator, but as we've already discussed, the predator is only interested in fighting things that will fight back, and so this kind of prey is uh, not gonna do it for him. Instead, he, he fucking sneaks up behind them. <laughs> They're posted up with their defensive line. He just walks around them invisible, and he murks almost all of them.
1: I, I mean, real talk, though. Let's assume that this worked out a different way. How much do you think they would have gotten for that skin up in Montreal?
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> this is some kind of horrible fish man skin. We, we've turned it into a, uh, a, a horrifying rug. The queen
1: would pay a pretty penny for that skin, sir.
0: So, yeah, their plan goes tits up. They all get killed. Eventually, he does make it over to the zone where they're being held as bait, and they throw a net on him, and it's in that one second where maybe they had the upper hand on the Predator. They had him in a net for like half a second. Not even a net, like a chain. A chain net. Mm -hmm.
1: Didn't end end up working at all.
0: (laughs) And the the goriest kill is in this scene, where he like, I don't know, to get back at them, shoots a net at them. (laughs) Didn't you remember that, Death?
1: I uh, I do. It was a. Uh, it was like a. Well, I wouldn't say it was like comedy, but I I, I smirked.
0: You know, these are the bad guys. It's okay if the predator mercilessly <laughs> cubes them with some kind of horrible net.
1: It's pretty awesome.
0: So they afterwards escape, and they're able to get their hands on a pistol and some other weapons, and they make a plan to basically the predator i think got a little fucked up in that fight so his uh, invisibility cloaks not working perfectly so th- with their tracking skills they're able to figure out when he's coming for them and they have a pretty sick plan here which is that he's going to basically ride around on his horse in circles and she's going to take pot shots at him and it works really well
1: yeah like weirdly believable from from like my perspective too i was like eh, okay this might this might work I don't know why my brain did that because, you know, thinking about it now, I'm like, no, he definitely would just murder her, (laughs) like, 100%. Once again, was that a dog MVP scene? Do you remember?
0: Yeah, the dog was also helping. Yeah, get in there, pup. So good. There's a rather tragic death here because, like, what Tabe does is he he jumps up behind him and then stabs him with a spear through where his heart would be if he were human, right? Mm -hmm. Which should be a a game-ending move but because he's not a human and he's an alien and there's no way for him to know that he get he ends up getting killed too.
1: Uh, yeah, uh I was you know, okay, I wasn't exactly emotionally attached to Tabe, but I think they did a great job making him look like a total badass like right. 10 seconds before he dies. So I was just like, "No!"
0: Yeah, he lands that hit like fucking Brad Pitt in Troy. Oh, That's I was pretty cool looking.
1: It was so it was so sick, dude. That is literally the only uh that is the only Troy clip I watched. Guilt as a guilty pleasure on YouTube.
0: Nara is able to get away, and she learned something in this fight, which is that, like you know, his three pointed laser pointer affects where his heat seeking uh, uh, arrows go. And every time he missed one of the Frenchmen, it would just fly back around and get them anyway. Mm-hmm. But when it's knocked off his head, it it if it misses. It'll fly back around and hit just wherever the laser is incidentally hitting. And she got that piece of information from the fight.
1: And that was really well like communicated to the audience, dude. It, mm. it was like, I felt it was like, okay, I'm on board. I know where this is going, and I'm real happy about it.
0: Right. Well, because it's basically like a girl and her dog story, there's no need, and it would be narratively inappropriate for her to sit down and explain everything to the audience anyway.
1: It, the, the girl and her dog story was so well done. Do you think we're in for a batch of those?
0: We should. I we mean, should. I'm, in I'm all future predator, predator movies, uh, give the girl or guy a dog.
1: Or like we could, we could, you know, go to different animals too.
0: You know, a period-appropriate pet.
1: Yeah, like a <laughs> like like a, like a like a future girl and a genetically modified killer rabbit.
0: There you go. All right. If we're doing Predator versus sci-fi girl.
1: Preda- oh, there you go. The oh my. God already made
0: predator versus Jenny from my life as a teenage robot. Anyway, (laughs) um, the captain of the, the, the fur trappers is still alive. And in a pretty cool scene, she wounds him, but doesn't hurt him so that he pulls out his rifle. Like he's ready to fire at any moment. And in doing so, she has created effective bait because again, the predator doesn't kill you when you're lying prone. You're like, to go to Valhalla, he needs to kill people who will fight back. And again, it just shows you, like, you know, maybe she's not the best with a bow and arrow, but, you know, she's actually a clever hunter. Again, it's well written in that sense.
1: Did we I don't think we mentioned it the first time it came up yet. Um, this, like, herb patch. Um, yeah,
0: she's, she's good at medicine. She has five ranks in medicine.
1: It's like some crazy... Native American, 1600s uh, or maybe 1700s, Uh like pharmaceutical drugs she keeps in a pouch but looks yeah. like plants it just like instantly lowers your body temperature by like 430 degrees
0: right and it heals your it's the green plant from Resident Evil
1: that is exactly <laughs> but that that's a that's in the scenery that's a vital part where it, it can't
0: yeah 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 and and that's they also I think they, they want her to just be a medicine woman instead of being a hunter because she is good at that. So in that scene, using that guy's bait, she's able to get the Predator's helmet, which is the last piece of the puzzle that she's been assembling against him. And so in a pretty cool final confrontation where it's like a big action set piece, the Predator gets his arm cut off. The Predator's jumping from tree to tree, so she booby traps the tree. Uh, she gets him to fire his bow and arrow thing, but then she's trained his mask on his own head, and so he dies that way. She pulls the old switcheroo on him. So,
1: also, we should mention, though, because of the herb, the predator can't see her, right? Because, like, it's heat vision doesn't work because she, like, lowered her body temperature with the herb. Am I... I'm not crazy. Like That happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, She also right.
0: saves a wounded dude. She saves one of the wounded French people with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make
1: sure I wasn't crazy. That was, like, that was like a big part of making it believable in any yeah. way. Like, especially that final set piece. There's, like, no way she gets away with that except... She turns those tables, and now she can see the Predator and can't see her. Which is pretty cool. I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, I like that. I mean, it's, it's, it's a smart, well-written movie. Um, and then the, the movie ends with her bringing the Predator's head back to the tribe. And she also brings some flintlock rifles to them. Uh, mm-hmm. And they make her the new war chief. Notably, she cool does,
1: ending. she does not bring the Predator's high technology. Which is the first thing I would have grabbed.
0: It probably wasn't, wouldn't even work on you, man. Probably DNA-coded.
1: <laughs> well, maybe, but, like, imagine... Okay, you know, like, the little rods that shoot? You know, like three rods? Yeah. Just literally having those would, like, transform a non-metal-using culture instantly. Huh. I, I don't... It's, so, it's, the, it's the really, really nerdy anthropologist historian in me.
0: That Did you like, see that, that there's also an end credits uh, scene for this no, movie? No,
1: I didn't... St- what? I didn't stick around. No! <laughs> Tell me about it. Okay, what's... Now, I got, I'm on the edge of my seat.
0: Okay, well, it's it's teasing a sequel, perhaps, because then we see uh, a, a, a cave painting, not of a single Predator ship, but of three.
1: Oh, okay. Dun-dun-dun. dun indeed. Alright, they're coming back three reinforcements.
0: I mean, I'll see a prey too. I, w- I mean, I, th- this, they have perfected the Predator movie going forward because, like, the first one still holds up and is great. Mm-hmm. No need to remake that formula. But again, if you do, you know, Predator DLC this time, uh, it's in uh, Predator versus Genghis Khan. That would be sick. Do that one. I'm
1: 100% on board. Let's go. I'm going to let's write it, dude. Let's 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 write Predator versus Genghis Khan.
0: That would be sick.
1: An army of predators that have adjusted themselves technologically to match the Khan.
0: Yeah. There you go. So they've got like a they they can they've got an arm holster that shoots a hundred (laughs) thousand (laughs) arrows up into the air. That would be sick. Wait, wait. That's our review of Prey. It's a good movie. It's not scary, though. No, nope. so they tricked us into watching it. I still okay. liked it.
1: That's yeah, they tricked us in a in a bad way that ended up real good.
0: <laughs> um,
1: wait, what, what? did we wait. give it? B plus. I
0: gave it a B plus. All right, I'm still at a B plus. I, Sometimes I, am I switch. Watch the Comanche cut when it comes out. Let's watch. So it. watch Prey, guys, or wait for whenever the Prey Comanche version is coming out because I mean that might be even better. Now you say something.
1: What? What? <laughs> Hey, that sounded out, that was the perfect outro.